Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include the cost to originate a loan, my interview with Earnup's Mary April on surviving and thriving in a down market, and 2022's hottest couple, the Fed and inflation. Thanks to Earnup, an award-winning, consumer-first technology payments platform with a mission to create a financial system that can work for everyone. With EarnUp, lenders can engage borrowers post-origination to elevate customer experience and brand loyalty. Do you think putting a loan together is tough? How about a giant skeleton in your front yard? There are dedicated individuals out there that have documented the process of their spooky creations, and it'll be super helpful when you create a giant skeleton of your own next year or pass along to a new homeowner that recently bought a home with your company's help. Owners and managers of lenders and vendors wish their jobs were as easy. As their companies, large and small, do their best to contain the damage from blowing through cash reserves heading into the autumn and winter, changes are afoot. MBA's performance report showed that the fully loaded cost to originate a loan was $10,937 in the second quarter. Did yours drop last quarter? Equifax announced that it is the first to provide certain telecommunications, pay TV and utilities, attributes to the mortgage industry to help streamline the mortgage underwriting process and support loans within the secondary mortgage market. And starting on November 6th, Freddie Mac will increase homeownership opportunities by including a review of borrower's bank account data to identify a history of positive monthly cash flow activity as part of its technology's loan purchase eligibility assessments. The future. The future. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome onto the show Mary April, a senior growth marketing leader at EarnUp, an award-winning technology payments platform and double bottom line business. She has a background in mortgage, fintech, and the startup space. In previous roles, Mary delivered results at companies like Wells Fargo Home Mortgage, Citibank, Patch Homes, House.com, and Divi Homes. With a focus on keeping the borrower experience core to every initiative, Mary builds strategic B2B relationships, leads demand generation, and drives the go-to market strategy for EarnUp. Let's just get into it. What are the major pain points with lenders and others within the real estate and mortgage ecosystems right now? You know, the market's changed. I think this is a cycle that we've seen before. I think folks just got used to super high origination volumes. So many lenders are worried about revenue, um, their deal type, velocity. I think I define velocity as how quick a borrower is going to move on a new home purchase decision. And so all these things are on the top of, of mind. You've got rising interest rates, you've got home affordability. Now lenders are looking at their pipelines and all of this just creates concerns. How do we generate new deals and the retention of our past borrowers? Um, I think that's kind of what's going on. And how are originators responding to the current changing market and needs? I think many of them have to look at ways to generate new business ASAP. Um, I like to describe this as the tale of two lenders it, it it really depends on how exposed a lender is right now. On, on one side of the table, you have all these lenders that are fully invested in the market. They do not have a strong savings or, or um, strong balance sheet. And so basically, how much fixed cost does a lender have versus their variable expenses? And so 
they have to just reduce operating cost immediately. Then I look, look across the table because, you know, we're talking to a, a lot of lenders and originators every day. So I look, I look across the other side of the table and I see lenders with fresh capital, larger savings on their balance sheets are stronger. And it's just like the profit per loan is down. So the needs from one lender to another lender are just simply different. And, and you know, we all read it in the news. There's just no doubt that a non-bank lender, they're really suffering and and so now they're in this pressure cooker situation because there's just less loans going around. I'm not a doomsday person. I see these trends of originator volumes going down and it's it's really a more of a natural decline. These last couple of years blockbuster boom. It's just over for now and I I I try to sing the tune that it's like thank goodness time because people will always buy, they will always sell. And so like not to get too stressed about it, what are originators offering the marketplace to gain an edge in this environment? And so I say, hey, we just focus on the customer or shall we say borrower to create this most exceptional journey. And and that is really the same question that I ask all my originator friends right now. Yeah, let's focus on some positives here. What yeah. are <laughs> What are lenders doing well? Yeah, I you know, lenders are great, let's even say excellent at, at originating loans, focusing on their core offerings. What are the things that they are really strong at and that they consistently ge- generate some revenue for them? Um, I think that if they stay focused on the one thing, that makes them stronger. And then you think, okay, we've got some breathing room now. So it's a good time. Um, to focus on building infrastructure with a customer-centric environment. And moving forward, what should lenders consider doing next or or on the horizon? Mm -hmm. I I do like to talk about this, you know, viewpoint of customer-centric environment in in lenders. And it is not easy to make operational changes. And I, I believe that lenders need partners that can help them specifically when it comes to their internal systems and payments and processes. And it's really critical to discuss the needs of these systems with with limiting their tech stack. Um, What what tech stacks actually work really well together? Um, Then they can focus on their largest pain points. And, And we know that like traditionally, anyone who's in the business knows an example of a really large pain point is when Borrowers at the end of the transaction are upset, confused, misguided on on just simply how to make a mortgage payment. And then especially compounds when you start transferring the loan. And that's where partners can help them. I think borrowers expect seamless experiences now. And now that the demand for lenders is is softened a bit, I think there's there's less pressure. They can take a breath. They can look at how to make a a best-in-class experience for the borrowers that they are serving. What I would love to see lenders consider, it's this concept of what is the actual lifetime value of a borrower versus this whole one and done, quick refi boom that we were in. Um, You know, to retain borrowers, it takes an experience where you're serving them, you're engaging them. Um, You've got control over this, and I'm doing like air quotes right now, borrower experience. And when you do this well, you really prep the borrower for their next loan, 
or even financial opportunity. Um, so that's kind of how, how uh, I see it and the, the kind of song I'm singing at, at Earn Up. Well, let's take a moment to plug Earn Up here. What sort of things are you working on in your go-to-market strategy and, and in what ways are you helping originators? I think we really are doubling down right now on what is the experience of the borrower. The end of the transaction where the lender has done all the hard work to get this borrower through something that's, you know, stressful. And then at the end for it to just all collapse. A, a lender doesn't have insights at the end after the borrower closes. Um, there, there's no seamless transaction from close to simply making a mortgage payment. And that's where that's where we come in with, with our tech stack. Let's talk about seamless experiences as well as lender pipelines. Why are pipelines and seamless experiences so important? It's about the mortgage market, right? It goes through cycles. But also those cycles, the borrower is going through too. And I think that um, fintechs have this huge opportunity. And I'm not even sure if the word is responsibility to meet our borrowers where they are in these cycles. Um, and at some point, People are ready to buy a home and at other moments they are going to look to refinance, maybe not in the near future, but there are these moments when they, they need to upgrade a home, downgrade a home, and lenders really need to be prepared to join the borrower at every experience um, along the way. I, I think that lender profitability re requires maintaining pace with, with innovation. Well, let's bring it all back together because at the end of the day, it's about the bottom line. So how does everything we talked about today relate to revenue? Ooh, I think when you improve a borrower's financial health, I think that that lenders are investing in their own future business. And so it's like my favorite thing to say around the office, no borrower left behind. I, I think that borrowers create this loyalty for revenue generating pipeline that starts to almost run on autopilot. If you're really putting the focus on the life of the borrower and not just this one-time transaction, um, that's where the revenue starts to just continue to turn. I look at it like a circle. You have origination and then you have close and then you have retention and it just all keeps going in one big circle. Um, I think it's time to build out infrastructure that helps lenders get to that and you know uh, you know the, the shameless plug for earn up it's it's we care very deeply about our borrower journey we help lenders meet those borrowers exactly where the borrower is in their origination and then closing journey to help them prepare for on time payments and and earn up does this in a very uh, magical flexible way what what is the forefront of borrower experience? How is that continuing to improve and, and how are companies getting a leg up on one another? You know, I see other fintech partners and and I and I don't look at it as like this combative race to get to the borrower. I look at it as this this experience that everybody in fintech is wanting to create because we're we're all used to these seamless experiences when you you make payments for something other than a mortgage right now and and I think driving to this thing that makes life really easy for us 
the Amazons of the world have done it. The, uh, uh, the iPhones of the world, you know, have done it. And so how do we do it in mortgage where we're bringing together? There's these pieces. Everyone does this one thing. And how do we come together as fintech and do it together? And I think that's one thing that I'm I'm spending a lot of time with on the partnership side at EarnUp is who are our best partners where EarnUp comes in and does the one thing at the close to payments and we support, you know, digital closing um, and all these other technologies that are happening in the ecosystem. So I think we just all need to come together right now and make this a little more streamlined for lenders. Mary, appreciate you taking the time today. Uh, hopefully we'll have you back on soon. Hey, that sounds great. I appreciate it. Yes, our bond markets and thus interest rates are influenced by events overseas. A reversal of the UK's economic plans bolstered trader sentiment to open the trading week as Britain's new top finance official said he would speed up a tax plan to calm financial markets. That pushed bond yields down across the globe. Without much in the way of market-moving economic data this week, international news and earnings on Wall Street could drive mortgage rates. But our inflation levels continue to serve as a backdrop. We learned last week that headline consumer inflation rose 0.4% in September, 0.2% above the average market consensus. Food prices continue to climb and were up 0.8% during the month. Core inflation, which excludes food and energy costs, rose 0.6% in September, and the year-over-year rate of 6.6% marked a 40-year high. Retail sales were flat in September, and adjusting for inflation rose 0.3%. While many consumers continue to spend through higher prices, consumer sentiment shows expectations for future inflation have risen. For the moment, data suggests consumers are tapping into accumulated savings and credit. Recession risks are rising, and economists are suggesting it may be in the second quarter of next year. The hope is that it will be mild with the desired amount of job loss and unemployment. Today's economic calendar doesn't have any market-moving data. Redbook same-store sales, September industrial production and capacity utilization, the NHB housing market index, and remarks from Atlanta Fed President Bostich and Minneapolis Fed President Kashkari aren't expected to do much to rates. So, we begin the day with agency MBS prices better by an eighth, and the 10-year yielding 3.98 after closing yesterday at 4.02%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Do you want to know why pumpkins are better than men? Every year you get a brand new crop to choose from. No matter what your mood is, pumpkins are always ready to greet you with a smile. <laughs> One usually makes a better pie, and they're always there on the doorstep waiting for you. If you don't like the way he looks, you just carve up another face. And if he starts smelling up your place, just throw him out. From the start, you know a pumpkin has an empty, mush-filled head to begin with. And finally, a pumpkin is turned on or lit up only when you want him to be. <laughs> Thanks again to Erna, who's reinventing payment and data flows in real estate ecosystems, origination, mortgage, and fintech. To learn more, visit earnup.com slash robchrisman. about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.